the American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Second hour of the National Anti Report. Today's date is March 9th, 2020. I uh, go back to the phones here in a second. Here, got a couple callers, and I'll go back to Tom again. Apologize for that senior Joe Biden moment where I couldn't spit the damn number out. 1-800-313-9443. Has that ever happened to you? Your brain is moving. You're multitasking in many different directions here. And I've got stuff all around me here trying to keep it going here. And you just can't spit the damn number out. 1-800-313-9443. Going to go back to the phones here. Tom in Florida, you're on. I'm just going to tell John, I wanted to tell John, uh, I do believe in Santa Claus. He said he went to Santa Claus. <laughs> I believe in it. Uh, Santa Claus, Indiana. So, yes, sir. Ho, ho. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, Trump's been talking now uh, for a couple of years that he wants to get a cure for AIDS, and he's trying to find a cure for AIDS, and I guess he's you're trying to find a cure for diabetes, whatever. Cure for cancer. Uh, you know, cancer, too. Yeah. I mean, cancer, yeah. You know, Michael was saying that because uh, I called the show earlier. He said that they, he thinks they have a cure for the bubonic plague. I don't. I never heard that before, but I, I don't know. Maybe they do. That'd be great if they did. If they have a cure for the bubonic plague that wiped out multiple millions of people, I'm sure they're going to get a, a cure, a, a, a vaccine for this virus here. But um, you know, since this has all been happening, Steve, you know what the price of gas is in uh, South Florida right now for a gallon of regular? I saw two twelve up no. here where I live. What's yours? What's yours running out? Right now, it's running at two hundred three. It's good. Yeah, yeah. So, and usually, well, I uh, think uh, I think it closed today thirty one fifty. I think thirty one fifty a barrel today. It's going to go way below that. There is a glutton surplus of oil out there, and uh, we're going to see these prices coming down. Now, they are going to try to lock it in for a while because you know the oil companies they are kind of a monopoly. They say they're not, but they're, they're going to f- price fix it as much as they can. But uh, as uh, as OPEC keeps uh, pumping up the, uh, the the volume of oil, and they're not stopping, and Putin is doing his job to uh, to kind of mess it up also for for the United States on their oil and OPEC, um, they need it much higher than that. It's not going to happen. So we're going to see some pretty cheap prices in gas coming up pretty soon here. I, I heard Orlando to uh, Las Vegas, McCarran to Orlando Airport is going to be one hundred fifty bucks round trip airfare. Wow. Probably in the next month. Well, you know, right now you you can't hardly, Tom, right now you can't hardly, uh, I mean, flying on an airplane, closed system, recirculated air, very dangerous. 
Um, especially if you have some underlying health problems. There's nothing worse than going on a flight and you're healthy on the flight and you come back sick because somebody had the flu. A whole bunch of people were sick and had the flu and it was just floating around in the air, the droplets. And uh, you end up getting a flu and you lose a week of week of work. I, there's nothing worse than that. I, I, I hate it. I get very angry. I guess that would be a time I, I probably should bring a mask with me on a plane and put it on during the winter if I have to travel. Other than that, um, I, I just hate to fly anyway. Right now, cruises, I'm getting letters in the mail. TVs is bombarding you with discounts on cruises. Who in the hell wants a cruise right now? You go on a cruise for only one week and you end up on the, the ship in quarantine in your little tiny cabin for another 30, 30 days. I, I mean, and then you're missing all that work. It's crazy. No, no, that's Steve. You can get some stomach viruses from the food they have on some of them ships, but well, yeah, the uh, neurovirus is there too. Yeah, you're right. It's not worth it right now. Matter of fact, billions, billions are going to be lost in travel. Um, There's going to be a major trickle down effect, and people are not going to travel for a while until this thing pans out. But it's it's not going to be what they want. They want it to be a certain magnitude. In, in the fear factor, but they're not getting it. 15 million people, that, that article, 15 million people uh, were theorized that we're going to perish from this. I'm sorry, that's a huge number to pull out of your rear, rear end, but it's not going to happen. And they're going to beat their chest to say, hey, it's, it didn't get that big because we contained it. We did such a super job protecting America. You know, don't forget us at the ballot polls. Don't forget us. We say we kept you safe. Yeah, right. From nothing. Well, you know, uh, they're talking about in South Korea that they use that when you go to the airport, they have a, a gun they put up your like a like a temperature gauge they put on your forehead to see what kind of temperature yeah, it's, uh, you got. It's a temperature you the probe. Right well, you could, you could have What's a that? high temperature for a number of reasons. <laughs> you know, not everybody is ninety eight point six. Not everybody is ninety eight point six. I don't know what temperature they're looking at. One hundred one. Well, maybe I, you know, maybe maybe the guy's immunocompromised. Maybe the, he's in. He's taking chemo because he's got cancer, and he has an infection. It may not be that. So he's going to get pulled off. He's going to be held for a while. Like I said, this is a major, major PSYOP-type situation here, but it has many purposes, and we are being played. We are being played. If you look at the true numbers, we are being played to make this a pandemic when it really, truly is not a pandemic. I hey, Tom, I need, I Tom, I need to move on. Tom, I need to move I on. I got other calls backing up here. John had a Appreciate it. About Biden. Biden's got a 98 year old brain. Uh, Joe Biden's got a 98 year old brain. The guy is definitely senile, man. I can believe it. Hey, thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Yeah, here's a, a, the Thomas Jefferson quote. It really screwed that one up. We hold these truths to be self evident that men are created equal, that they are endowed well by well, well, you know that that thing, that thing. <laughs> this is the guy that wants to be president of the United States who talks so good of Hillary. I heard something on Mike's show today, Rivera's show today, and I said, hmm, that's a possibility. He likes Hillary Clinton. They're pals. But could she creep back in to be a VP? And, of course, they find she would facilitate this, help it along, to find he would have to be out of office because of, of uh, the 25th Amendment. He was uh, mentally impaired. He could not run the country any longer. Of course, if she's VP, she steps right up to the plate to become president. Wow, what a scary thought that is. Would Bi- Joe Biden be that stupid not to know that she had, would, would have a plan to get in the Oval Office, either through the 25th Amendment or he ends up 
croaked a JFK on Joe Biden. I mean, uh, people die around this woman, this family. I, this is, is crazy, but uh, it, let's just say it, it's, it is a possibility. Um, either the 25th Amendment there or um, croak, one or the other. Going to go back to the phones here. JR in Georgia, you're on the show. Good evening, Steve. Uh, I really appreciate your opening monologue. I was uh, pretty effective, and uh, I find myself agreeing with you that most of the time you're skeptical like, like I am. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a big trouble. Actually, accepting the numbers that my government is giving me, as well as you probably do. Uh, All of them. All of them are fudged. JR, not one number they give you, economic number, is a true accurate number. They lie on all the economic numbers. If they did not and told you the truth, everybody, this thing would have happened a long time ago. The market would have been a huge market sell-off. Everybody would have pulled their money out, their 401ks. Everything would have been pulled out. You'd had a huge, huge collapse. So they have to find reason. And this is the perfect excuse right now. Coronavirus is the perfect excuse. And blaming the perfect country, China for it all. It's not Trump's fault. He never lied to you. It's their fault. Well, I'm not the smartest squirrel in the yard. I'm just a, I'm just a boy from South Georgia, and I look at the numbers and the data that's provided to me, whether it be government or private research. The employment rate is sixty-three point four for January and February. I saw no increase in that number that suggests that the numbers that were being provided for the number of jobs actually that occurred, there was something wrong with those numbers. As you previously stated, you've got to do a little bit of the math. Yeah, you do. I mean, I mean, if, if you got 200,000 jobs, then 63.4 totally employed should rate, you know, should rise a little bit. And well, Jr. Jr. They never talk about when they talk about jobs reports, especially around the holidays time, Christmas, a lot of those are part-time jobs or temporary jobs, but they boost them up in the economy to make it look like they're full-time great jobs. They're simply temporary jobs. They're holiday jobs. And that didn't work out for them so well either. You see, they lied about the economic numbers on Christmas. This was uh, the fourth or fifth bad Christmas in a year, in a row. Now, store closures, unemployment, Ford Motor Company, GM closing factories here and there, J.C. Penney, Sears going out of business. This all spells economic hard times. Not a robust economy, you know. You, you can't rub crap on my shoes and tell me it's shoe polish. And that's what this government is doing. They are trying to spit shine everything and make everything look great. The economy is great. The numbers are great. Unemployment 3.5. I heard Jim Cramer on, on CNN. These guys, Stuart Varney. What do you think their economics professors were, are scratching their heads right now? Probably saying, these and these were my students. They're not telling you the truth. 
but they can't tell you the truth. It's your it's your choice in that you need to research and you need to find out the truth and make the the, the accurate assessments and pull out what you need to pull out. Don't ride this ship down to the bottom. Don't ride no, this you're... ship out to the bottom. If you you know if we ever wanted to know exactly how the market really is working. And there's so much insider trading going on, JR, so much insider trading. It's done a little bit different these days, nods and winks and other ways to do it. You follow those big wigs and you watch when they pull their money out. You watch when they pull their money out, but we never seem to know that when they pull their money out. They never get harmed by these economic collapses. They're out, they're safe, they, they, they drive it down, and then they buy in low and then they start to manipulate and massage it again and get it back up again, making millions and billions of dollars. They are screwing us left and right. Well, the also the thing that comes into play, too, is I've told many of my friends, is the short-selling that's going on right now has got to right. be astronomical. I mean, yep. there is such a large amount of stocks that are being short-selled right now and short selling, as many of your listeners know, you're borrowing from other people that you know, and you're making a ton of money right now. I mean, today was a healthy day for a whole bunch of individuals who know this market inside yeah. and out in regards to short that's selling. That's right. That's all it is. That's right. And that's what the market yep. has turned to they've, because they've gone to the Federal Reserve gotten money almost 0. 0.00 interest and they are just right. raking in profits day after day and I yeah. I'm not a profit and I don't claim to be but we will see throughout the remainder of this week this stock market is not going to come back I just saw tonight where Fox News was showing over a hundred percent in points being gained back in the Dow futures. Mm-hmm. And just to make another point that I heard during your monologue, uh, yeah. God bless him, but Dobbs had Dr. Oz on again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's the numbers don't bear out to what's actually happening. They don't. They just don't. If you do, if you can do two plus two equals four, yeah. the retail markets are suffering. The American people are suffering because we are in such debt. That's how so many of us are surviving mm-hmm. to this day. Is just putting things on a credit card. Yeah, because well, I'm glad you brought that no- up. Because. Um- I'm glad you brought that up because uh, there was a uh, – I'm trying to remember what his name was. Escapes me offhand here. He was talking about American debts and charge cards is $1 trillion. I think that's under. I think it's more than that. He said the average American has $6,000 on, on a MasterCard or a Visa. I think it's more than that. Um, so, you know, you're talking about a lot of debt, and people can't even make the minimum on these here. you got defaults. you got bubbles all over the place. you got student loan bubbles. you got auto loan bubbles. you got a new mortgage crisis bubble, and I'll talk about that here in a little bit. I, I gave some advice to somebody who didn't take it. I think I offended her. But, uh, no, every number, any, every economic number you're being told, JR, is a phony, phony number, a phony number, and you've got pitch men on, on your mainstream media who are selling you bogus, phony 
economic numbers. And I just I know this audience gets it, but you need to share it with other people. And you especially need to share the numbers of this this uh, pandemic that they want it to be. You need to share those numbers, the true numbers of how many deaths worldwide, and that is not a pandemic. Well, you're correct. And I'm I'm in that age range where I'm so-called identified as a suspect to that. But the thing is, as, as many of your listeners understand, is that we cannot absolutely take for the granted truth of the numbers, regardless if it's in regards to this so-called pandemic or even the economy, we're being manipulated day after day. And just just don't panic. I mean, I I know know everybody's not in a good situation. Right. And there's many of us out here who've never fully recovered from that 2009 recession, but yeah. I appreciate you allowing 2007, me 2008. Yeah, right. You're right. All right. Hey, JR, thanks for your call. I need to move on. I got Thank two you, more sir. behind you, but I need to get them. Thank you very much for your call. Appreciate it. Glad you're, glad you're with us today and you're doing great. Uh, back to the phones here. Kevin in West Virginia, you're on the show. Um, hey, Mr. Elkins. Hello. I hope you're having a good day. Um, I have to agree with you saying that this virus thing is definitely multi-layered. It serves many yep. agendas. Um, yes. You know, I can see this being used as the pin prick to pop the bubble in the, this economic bubble. I, I can yep. see this being used as, uh, you know, forcing vaccines on people. I, I, yep. Like you exactly. said earlier with, with, Bill, yep. yeah, with Bill Gates, you know, population control, these eugenics right. people. And I also see this saving face with China. Um, I also see this being a power grab as well. Um, you know, look around the world, you know, all these yep. people bringing in martial law or, mili- or um, what is it, medical martial law, you know, quarantining, uh, people right. roadside checks and everything like that. That's and right. also remember, the CDC is just now giving out test kits. I'm sure... There's a lot of cases of this virus around the United States, but I don't believe it's as deadly as what the media is hyping it up to be. Can it be spread? You are absolutely quickly? correct. Absolutely. Right. I think a lot of people. You're 100 percent correct on this. You see it. You see it the way it really is. You didn't buy into it. Thank you for not buying into it. I'm just trying to educate people that if you look at the true numbers, if you have a, a decent immune system, you're going to handle this just like you would handle the regular flu. If you have exactly, some underlying I, health problems, you might have some problems, but then just avoid those places where you would actually be around people coughing, sneezing, protect yourself, good diet, hand washing, do the right things, and uh, you'll minimize your, your side effects on this. Sure. I, I agree with everything that you're saying. The one thing, though, that I'm worried about is the supply lines crashing or the supply chain falling apart that is one thing yeah hold hold that thought kevin kevin hold the thought we'll come right back to you after this commercial break this is the national intel report 1-800-313-9443 i want to hear what you've got to say on this many people tell us about their experience with extendivite 
Just listen to what Glenn has to say. Prior to taking it, I had diabetic neuropathy. The extendivite reduced that significantly. Acid reflux was reduced. I had athlete's foot, very severe. Trimmed that down to about 75% dandruff. Almost completely gone. I had a simple occipital neuralgia at the base of my skull. I was having migraines reduced by about 90%. Heart palpitations, my heart would kind of stall out. I would skip a beat. Very uncomfortable. And when walking from downstairs going to sleep, by the time I got to the bedroom, which is just one flight of stairs, my heart was pounding, coming out of my chest. My vision was blurry. This completely solved that problem. Great product. Thanks. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. National Intel Report, 1-800-313-9443. Before I go back to uh, Kevin in West Virginia, uh, you, you made some great comments here, Kevin, 100% correct. Uh, the initiation of the police state here, control, watching our, our movement, our migration, where we go here, uh, forced vaccinations, mandatory vaccinations. We've seen this all. This is all part of globalization. It's part of Agenda 2030, uh, controlling the people, controlling the masses, which is amazing on this situation here with the with 
this uh, this massive psyop program here of trying to convince you of a pandemic that really does not meet the numbers of a pandemic is a great sales job if you can do that because I have yet to hear anybody talk about the numbers to say you know what uh, that's that's not a very high number if you think on the big picture of how many people live in the in the in the in the world um, but it's a great sale if you can have people talking about it and then acting and responding with the mask and the hand sanitizer. Um, I'm seeing people that look appear to be normal, healthy, walking around the grocery store, all wearing masks because they're afraid. They're afraid. It's a fear factor. It's a very positive motivator. Uh, but let's use some common sense here. Let's use some critical thinking here. Does it really pan out to be a pandemic? No, it doesn't by the numbers alone. And that's what I'm trying to get along to people here to educate them to look outside the box here, challenge the information. Don't take these experts like Dr. Oz on a show to say, oh, well, Dr. Oz said this. Dr. Oz is a cardiothoracic surgeon. If he's talking about a heart bypass surgery cabbage or something like that, fine. I'm okay to listen to him. But he doesn't know anything about, he knows very little, little about infectious disease. You want this specialist. You want that infectious disease doc. That doc actually went to school, and that's all he specialized in after med school. He went to specialize as somebody would do cardiothoracic surgery or pulmonology or uh, you know, some other specialty. He's decided to go after the bugs, the critters, and uh, that's what he knows. And so that's who you need to see on these programs because he's the guy who's going to tell you the truth, and that's the guy they don't want because they don't want you to know the truth. Matter of fact, Dana Perino here, beautiful girl, and I'm sure she got the job because she's so damn smart and educated and has a journalism degree, but she's on Fox News talking about the coronavirus. This is a pandemic, This and she's drumming up the story. And right after that, she breaks away to another really important story, Tom Brady. He may leave New England. We don't know where he's going to play football, as if that's really, really important news. If you're talking about something that on a severity of coronavirus, it's a pandemic, then why in the hell are you breaking away to a story about Tom Brady and where in the hell is he going to play football next year? I don't give a damn where Tom Brady goes plays football. I don't care. Exactly. You know, they, they, I mean, they go away from the pandemic story because I think deep down inside, Tom, uh, Kevin, they know – it's a BS story. They know it's a psyop, but they're playing the game. But they slip up. When they jump to stories like that, they slip up. And that's how I know it's a scam. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Like, like I knew this was a psyop from day one. Well, I, I kind of thought of it. And remember, to make a good psyop, you have to have, quote-unquote, actors, but you also have to have, quote-unquote, real deaths, too. That's true, too. That's true. I mean, so I do think people, not a lot of people, but some people are dying from this. Sure. Sure. But it's like you said, it's the fear factor. But what it is, the fear factor and the panic, it's the supply lines that, you know, people not having food or their medicines. You remember, China has shut their economy off. So how is that going to affect us? I mean, Big time. So, I mean, nobody's talking about this in the in the near futures, especially next month with, with China's yep. factories not being open. How are yep. how, you know, our economy, you know, could shut off from this. That's why I yep. think this is economic warfare. I mean, do it we blame is. China like you said earlier? Yeah, sure. But it also makes a real yep. good um, scapegoat for the economy are crashing, too. The economy was crashing. Well, do you anyway. know what? 
Well, Kevin, what this could be a good excuse now is to say, get your get your ducks in a row here and get your manufacturing back in order on those things that are a uh, necessary thing to have in this, in this country. Why are we in a situation here where our antibiotics are being manufactured by China and then this is going on and they cut production and we can't get our antibiotics? We should never be in a position like that. These are important things. You should not be relying on some other country because this could have happened anywhere. And if they were mm-hmm. producing our antibiotics and antivirals, well, then we'd be in the same situation. We should not be reliant on any country for those things that are vital to this country's health. And antibiotics and medicines should not be manufactured. But there's there's the greed factor again. The pharmaceuticals and the greed factor, they can get it cheaper there. Bring it back, mark it up, make a mint. It's the greed factor all over again. Sure. Sure. I mean, and that's what I'm talking about is I agree with you that we need to be self-sufficient and we need to bring manufacturing back to this country. I mean, you could, yep. you could if you want, point the blame back to Bill or uh, Bill Clinton with NAFTA and GATT, sell, NAFTA and GATT selling, um, uh, uh, selling our jobs and selling our manufacturing off to China. But this is what happens. Right whenever right. you offshore your your jobs or your manufacturing. You're not a self-sufficient right. con- or country. But nope, that's all not. I have, you're Mr. Not. Steve. You have a good day. Appreciate it there, Kevin. Go back to the phones here. Dave in New York here on the show. Oop. Dave, commercial break. We'll be right back. Dave in New York, you're right up. That's the way you do it. You play the guitar on the MTV. That ain't working. That's the way you do it. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. The reviews for Extendivite are amazing. Here are some from Amazon. September 2018. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I've been using Extendivite for many years now. May 2018. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. March 2018. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. February 2018. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. 
928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with ExtendoVite. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. back this is the national intel report going back to the phones here dave thank you in new york for for holding as long as you have what's on your mind no problem i got a few things uh the first thing is uh let's not be so hard on bill gates um he said that vaccines uh um he he talked about vaccines in conjunction with population reduction and i think it's it's not necessarily that the vaccines would be used to kill people uh what uh, this gentleman, he's a gentleman, would do is simply this. Um, and I think this was done. I saw an article in uh, about this in Africa. They, they put a genetic code in the uh, vaccine or something in the vaccine that would reduce, uh, th- that would sterilize people. And I agree. I agree. So I I'm think- glad you mentioned that because that's exactly what I was thinking. It's not just to kill people. No, it is actually to make them infertile. And we know that can be done. There's a there's a birth control me- method called Norplant. Plant it under this, underneath the skin and you five years, uh, you will be protected from uh, pregnancy. That's exactly what I was thinking also. Not that you take the vaccine, you drop dead. No, it's to uh, it's to bring down the population to make women infertile. Uh, and that's that's pretty much what I was thinking, too. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, well, I brought that up also because another host was talking about it and saying it was almost clear that he must be talking about killing people with vaccines. And I corrected yeah. him and I said, no, he's not that he's not that kind of guy. Uh, but maybe no, I think is. I think that's that's exactly right. The infertile. I probably should have mentioned that. Uh, but that no, that's like uh, that's what that's... they have planned to bring down population is the women can't get pregnant. Okay. They can't get pregnant. You know, uh, we're seeing that a problem here in this in this country too. A lot of young males, low sperm counts. There's something going on here, whether it's environmental or chemical, the foods we're eating, or maybe it's the the chemtrails in the air. Maybe it's the five uh, G a little bit. Maybe it's a number of things. But we have it's lower sperm sperm counts now 
than we ever had before. And we have a lot more people who can't get pregnant. So uh, maybe maybe it's being used on us also. Yeah, somehow. Uh, Steve, uh, the other point is, is regarding uh, uh, death rates and uh, the pandemic status. Um, the pandemic status, uh, I don't think the CDC or the WHO, I don't think the WHO has declared this a pandemic yet. There are pandemic no, they bonds, talk I like it is. You're right. They, they, they've actually declared it wasn't a pandemic, at least to them yet. But their rhetoric and their actions speak another word, another phrase here. And uh, they're acting as if it is, but they have not spoken yet, the World Health Organization, that's a pandemic. But they're acting like it is. Actions are different. Because once they say it's a pandemic, the the bonds become due or something, and people are going to make or lose money. Uh, So, I mean, that means that the numbers that we see may be controlled a little bit to make, you know, the favorite guy, you know, win the lottery. But um, more more importantly, what I see is that that this is a very dangerous thing, and it should not be taken lightly. This is not like the flu. The flu kills a tenth of a percent of the people. And, you know, a couple studies came out. It was about 2% death rate, and then they came out with a 3.4% when they closed out their data on China more recently, although China's not done, obviously. But when I go look at the numbers, this is what I see, Steve, and I see that the deaths uh, inside of China, the deaths divided by the total number of cases is 3.9%. And they calculated in February that the death rate in Wuhan was 4.8%, and the rest of China, outside of Hubei province, where Wuhan is, was 0.7%. So, at best, we could we could hope for 0.7%, seven times the flu. But now, if you even had, uh, had something that would give seven times more patients to the hospital than the flu, wouldn't that, even that, create a problem for the emergency rooms? Uh, the you know facilities in the hospital to house well, people. Well, you, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't run to the emergency room when I have the flu. Do you, uh, Steve? Most of the people who have it aren't even going to the hospital. But this is this is for people that go to the hospital. Yeah, but we know. We, we know I, I can record. tell you right now how many people come into the ER that really come in and they shouldn't come in, and that's why they actually they built the satellite. That's why they built the satellite hospitals. The Instacares, because the ERs were getting flooded with stuff that really was not ER emergency stuff. So they built these little satellite hospitals here, the Instacares, and now they're getting cram-packed full of, I got a sore toe, I got a sore throat, I've got this stuff, I got this stuff. Um, we have an immune system for a reason. Use it or lose it. It's like muscle atrophy. If you're, if you're bedridden, you, you don't get up for a week, and you finally get up. You're kind of weak. You can't walk very straight. You're a little shaky on your feet. That's called muscle atrophy. You have an immune system for a reason. You use it. You don't. You don't use it. You lose it. And uh, these people that have the comorbidities, you see, they never talk about these people that died. They don't talk about that. They don't talk about if they had underlying health problems. I want to oh, know that. I think have, you should know that. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of people that might have those. But but they're not hit by the regular flu the way this is, apparently. The, the deaths divided by total cases right now from the worldometer outside of China is 2.1%. That's 21 times worse than the flu. And if you is, take, that, is that a if, number if, government if, gave you? Is that the number government gave you? No, that, I calculated that from the worldometer on, on, from the total number of cases, the total number of deaths 
outside of China divided by total cases. Many of these cases are, of course, still active because that's a second wave. Primary wave was China. The secondary wave is the rest of the world, right? And so these epidemics, local epidemics, are taking longer to finish. Now, at 2.1%, if everyone in the world sometimes somehow gets this, that's 162 million people dead. So that's the no, potential. No, no, no. You're, you're, saying, you're saying they'd be dead because their immune systems wouldn't be able to fight it. I didn't say why. I, I'm just using this, the number of 2.1% of the people who get it, uh, apparently. There are people die. who are positive right now, Dave. There are people who are positive that show no symptomology whatsoever. That's, yes, and that's, and that's rather strange. What's your comment on that? Is that unusual? Or is that maybe a weaponized feature of this? Well, is, let's say, let's say I went to the hospital and I had some symptoms. <laughs> maybe I could have had the regular flu. I could have this. They do a blood test. They say your white counts up a little bit. Okay, how do you feel? Well, your white counts up. You know, you got the flu or you got this thing here. They don't, it's a, it's a virus. They don't put you on an, on an antibacterial. They don't put you on a, an antibiotic. It's it's because that's for bacterial. So, you know, you would, uh, are you flu- fluid depleted? Are you volume depleted? No. You know, they'd send you home. Tylenol, uh, diet, rest, things you got to be doing anyway for the, your own immune system to build up its own immunity against something. We are bombarding our bodies with toxins. So much vaccine, so much of this and that. It's amazing we even have immune systems because they're becoming labile, not able to fight things they should be able to fight. You know, well, if, like I said, if you don't use it, you lose it. Why wouldn't people take antivirals? Why, why isn't the government telling us that? Just take some antivirals and maybe that will help. Uh, well, they don't have them. They're, do they're really not that effective. They're really not that effective. They're not that effective. Oh, you, you, don't, you don't think that's I mean, you got cocktails. They're not that effective. I mean, they're, they're cocktails. I mean, you've got AIDS people that should have died a long time ago, and they're taking a whole bunch of different antiviral cocktails, and they're still around. Yeah. But if you start doing okay. that, don't you just desensitize the virus itself? Don't we have a problem with superbugs? Do we want more superbugs? I say no. no. I'm talking about... Not uh, not synthetic antivirals. I'm talking about natural antivirals that may block the replication of the virus. Well, I mean, there's certain things, flaxseed. You know, that's anyway. that's. I got, I'm not going to talk outside my expertise. I don't have a lot of knowledge in that. I'll be honest with you. I don't. Um, I practice yeah, a healthy lifestyle. They, they didn't want um, you to know anything like that, Steve. <laughs> well, they should. I mean, they should. The, the medical but they don't. Doesn't. You got to remember, there's there's no there's no money to be made in cures, Dave. There's right. no money to I make making cures. The only hey, I need to move I on to another call. Many... Appreciate your call. All I right, move don't on. take it lightly. Got to move on. Don't um, take it lightly. All right. Yeah, Mark in Georgia, you're on the show. Yeah. Mark, are you there? Can you hear me okay now? You know. Ah, uh, yeah. Are you on a car phone or something? On uh, well, Georgia law. I'm riding in my car, driving my car, so. I better okay. be on Bluetooth because okay. otherwise Popo might have an issue okay. with me. But anyway, I've been trying to find that Obamacare clinic. You know, the one that's got signed the free prostate exams inquiring rare? No? I can't, I, I can't make what you said, Mark. What would you say? 
I was trying to find that Obamacare clinic that's the one's got a sign that reads free prostate exams, inquiring rear. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it. Ha ha. Anyway, I was just, <laughs> I've been struggling with uh, chronic bronchitis for a while. And, um, okay. I was yeah. just visiting with my folks for the first time in a while. And they said, try apple cider vinegar. And I took a swig of that stuff. And I'm telling you, it does, it's like, <sighs> but I took a swig of that stuff a few hours ago. And I'm a lot better now than I was big time. So let me let me tell you something. That, let me tell you, Mark. Let me tell you something about apple cider vinegar. When I was yes. in the military, when I was in the military, they're very strict on drug tests. They make sure because you're working with million dollars equipment, you know, airplanes. And oh, I, yeah. I was an aircraft mechanic. And so oh, yeah, every once too. in a while, they would give you a urinalysis, and they wanted to find out who was partying too much on the weekends. Anybody came up positive for pot, well, you get kicked out. It goes on your record. Article 15, and your discharge. I knew a guy, get this, I knew a guy was a major partier. He never got busted. And I go, how in the hell you do this? You you smoke a lot, and you never get busted. How is that? And he he does the same test we all did. He would drink a big, giant quart bottle of apple cider vinegar. And I'm not telling you this to... Tell people that you can do this to beat tests, but what it does, it flushes your body out completely through your kidneys. It pulls everything out, and on a urinalysis, it screws up the test huge. What they have now gone to is hair tests, and uh, but then then again, it'd have to be a certain level because I've gone to rock concerts where people had you know, were smoking it everywhere, and it's in the air and it absorbs in your your skin and your hair, and so but yeah. it would probably be a low amount. I wouldn't get kicked out of the military for that, but there are people who smoke, and then now their 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 levels will be much higher in a hair sample. So, but he beat every test with that apple cider vinegar. You know, I can't imagine somebody chugging. A, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm did. wondering what can you mix with this stuff where it doesn't taste so. I don't like. Ah, yeah. You know. But, no, he said uh, he got tipped wanna... off. He got tipped off when he was going to have his test, and he would chug an entire bottle of apple cider vinegar, and oh. I go, wow. And he said it screws up everything. They just come back says, up, oh, go home, you're done. Nothing in your, I mean, screws up everything. They, they never figured out what was going on, why his test was so haywire. But he did four years and got out of the military, and he was the biggest pothead that I ever, I've ever known in the military. Well, that's the thing is that, you know, a drunk driver will uh, blow through it stop sign but a pothead will wait for it to turn green so yeah all right the thing is like i say to me marijuana the most dangerous thing about marijuana is getting caught with it and it does it, it can impair critical thinking and uh, memory functions but yeah. other than that it doesn't impair driving it doesn't uh, cause people to do the things that alcohol does to a person but yeah. Mainly the problem is the government has a hard time admitting that this whole pretense that marijuana is some horrible, dangerous drug is a lie. The most dangerous yeah. thing is a government that never comes clean. And yeah. that's what, uh, let's see, March the 21st is the next county GOP uh, convention. And then from there, and I'm going to try and get across to you people need to stop uncritically accepting 
like this deification of Trump. And I'm, and I'm telling you, you may like Kelso because he's on the same wavelength of the power of positive delusion that you guys are. But when it comes to deifying Trump, I'm like, well, there are times when I listen to Trump and I'm like, man, you are really me- me- messed up in the head big time in yeah, terms of saying, like, Assad, it cannot be denied that Assad gasses on people. I look at the TV set, I thought, well, I'll prove you wrong right there. I deny that Assad gasses on people. It cannot be denied that right. Trump is a Zionist puppet. <laughs> oh, I agree. Not I honestly. agree. We're, we're on the same page there. So, we're on the same um, page. Well, like I say, I, the thing is, the uh, church where we're going to be holding our next GOP county convention has a mm-hmm. big Zionist flag right there underneath the American flag. Right. I get the impression they don't know that that so-called Star of David is actually a an occultic, perhaps even satanic emblem. It's not David as in King David that they right. think that it is. It's something a lot more disgusting and evil than they could ever. And that's the thing is that if I try to explain this to them, they'll call me an anti-Semite, and I'm like, actually, I'm pro-Semitic because I'm favorable to Palestinian Christians who, like all Arabs, are yeah. And you people don't right. even know what this word means, and yet you use these words. Anyway, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, apple cider vinegar is one thing I'd recommend for this corona thing. Um, and I'm just wondering if any listeners have any suggestions as to how to make it to where it's not so repulsive and disgusting. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, I, mean I don't like drinking it. Yeah. Now I I don't know what else you could mix it with to get it down better. It's it's kind of like drinking that uh, colon cleanser before you have your your colonoscopy. Oh, um, oh God! It's nasty lemon that. flavor, but it's the worst nasty lemon flavor you ever you ever you ever drink. It's <laughs> yeah, terrible. I hear you. It's, it's like oh boy, and yeah, it's hard to drink that stuff. That. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It was like oh yeah, but yeah. you know. I'll, I'll never forget. Hey, Mark, well, Mark, I got to get moving here. Yeah, I got a couple more right. calls. Thanks, man. Okay, appreciate it. Steve in New Mexico, you're on. Steve, you were talking about the numbers. What is yeah. the death number of all this right now? Death number. Let me grab my sheet. 3,000. Uh, where did I find it? Hold on. Let's see here. Ah, this came out just this morning. 111,354 confirmed cases of the coronavirus deaths are 3,892 deaths worldwide. Okay, and that's compared to 7.4 billion. Um, 7.7 billion people in the world. You got 3,000, nearly 4,000 deaths. Yeah. um, Let's see, how long has this been going? Two, three months now? I'm going to say I think it's been two I think it's two. I'd have two. to go back for sure. I think it's been at least two months now. Well, I guess, you know, to make it a pandemic, I'd say, oh, maybe you have to have about uh, two or three million die from it and make it a pandemic I've, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, of, of 7.7 7 billion people on the planet, yeah. Even Trump said yeah, that I mean, uh, the the regular flu was killing more people than this thing. So that's when he said that, he kind of shot himself in the foot if he wants to hit the pandemic button oh, there. He kind of shot himself in the foot that the regular flu is more lethal than this one. And like I said, it's which yeah. they don't talk about the comorbidities, underlying health problems, and that really is important when you talk about something like this, this respiratory droplet virus here. And um, 
you know, elderly are puny. They have weak immune systems. Mm-hmm. Some of them have True. several comorbidities. And uh, they're vulnerable to their regular flu. They're vulnerable to a regular, just a cold, for God's oh, sakes, yeah. let alone this, this just, viral stuff. So, And just think of the LGBT. I mean, the stuff that they do, they're weakening their immune systems really good, too. And they're good, you know, good, they're good to catch it also, basically. Well, I, I, um, I don't know about that. I mean, unless they're HIV positive yeah. or something, uh, mm-hmm. you know, or AIDS then then they're compromised. If they're HIV positive or they have AIDS, then they're compromised. And then this would be a problem for them. Yeah, yeah. But you see, that's what people say. When the guy died, what did he die from? Well, he died from the coronavirus or he died from the flu. He wasn't pushed over the edge because of his comorbidities, his underlying health problems. Oh, no, no, it was the mm-hmm. virus. It was the, it was the flu that killed him, not the AIDS, the late stages of AIDS that killed him. And right. they, they hide yeah. those numbers. Because that hurts their case. They like those yeah. numbers to be big because there's a nice fear factor there and there's a, a compliance. There's a, there's a lot of agendas being played here with the numbers oh, and the fear. And it's fear like, is a great motivator. A great oh, motivator. Yeah. Fear is a good one. And it's like you're saying about yeah. the doctors that come on the show and stuff. He's not an ID doctor, right. so you can just forget about him. And they don't want to bring it up anyway. But what I was thinking about last night that uh, I said, yeah, if I can, I'll call in, but... Um, it was like the Nevada deal. Then you had we had the uh, Boston deal. I wonder how many of them they're using, uh, kind of like crisis actors, you know? Right. In this, but um, yeah. Um, <laughs> right. I know Jeffrey Bennett had said here on I guess it was February twenty third or whatever. He says yeah. We're yeah. being duped. Hey, I got uh, I got and three more calls. I got to try to squeeze in here as best I can. I appreciate your call, though. John in Missouri, make it fast. I got two more behind you. Yeah, if, you, if they come up with a vaccine for this, are you going to use it? No. No. I don't take the flu vaccine. Why would I take this nonsense vaccine? You can't convince me 35 40% is a passing grade. No. I have an immune system for a reason. I live a healthy lifestyle. I do the right things. I am not going to bombard my body with any more vaccines. I will never take another vaccine again. I'm done. That's my question. Thank you, Steve. You got it. Patricia in Florida, you're on the show. You got about a minute and a half. Nobody has to drink vinegar straight. You can add it to water. You can um, dilute it to the degree that you want. It'll still affect you. And you can also put honey with it if it's that bad because... I make a plague remedy, which is equal part garlic, ginger, horseradish, and cayenne, as hot uh-huh. as it can. You can get it, and then you put it. You put it in the Vitamix, and then you uh, put apple cider vinegar as the way to hold it, and that will that'll cure anything. <laughs> that sounds interesting. Yeah. All right, I like that. Tonic. It's called uh, something tonic. Oh man, it's. It's based on an old recipe anyway. Uh, well, do me a favor. Do me a favor. If you remember it, send it over to my email, uh, off the beaten path, Steve at gmail.com. Send it over to me. I'd like is, to know that one. Wait, what is it again? What is it? your email? It's off, off the beaten path, Steve oh, at gmail.com. Oh, okay. I never tried that before. I'll try it. Okay. But equal yeah, send part. that over to me. I'd like to know that. Appreciate it. Okay. Then I go back to um, the phone here. Chris in Clearwater, you're on the show. Well, make your own vinegar by 
uh, culture in kombucha, you can, um, it tastes like apple cider. You, you get the unflavored from uh, unflavored kombucha tea from a store. And all uh-huh. it needs is caffeine and sugar. So uh, say uh, my favorite source of caffeine is green tea. Uh, I go with unrefined uh, organic sugar, uh, which has a lot of nutrients in it. Uh, like Sucanat yep. is one kind of unrefined raw organic sugar. And um, use only a glass container, like a sun tea jug, with that, without the spigot, because that has a rubber stopper, so it only has to be all glass, no metal, uh, no plastic. And look up online what to not use, like citrus or peppermint or uh, Earl Grey tea, because that's cardamom. Those, those, cardamom, uh, those things will kill uh, the culture. Uh, there's, a, right. there's a lot more to growing kombucha or culturing kombucha. But that way it really tastes good. Uh, the longer you culture it, the more potent it is. What you buy in the store isn't really potent because they don't want it to burst the glass as it cultures too much. And, of course, they don't want you to get intoxicated. So, uh, Chris, yeah, that's, Chris, a, that's uh, how I get I have my... you on the phone here because you're my last caller. What do, you, do you think there's any medicinal value in uh, balsamic vinegar? I don't know. I'm not sure. You know, it does emulsify fat with oil, of oil with water. Any kind of because it's a, it's it's flavorful. I, I just wondered. I mean, it's a vinegar. I wonder if there's any medicinal value in balsamic. Well, it doesn't have what they call the mother of the culture in it, so that's the best kind, I think. You know, I mean, I, I'm not yeah. against buying raw organic apple cider vinegar unfiltered, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but um, yeah, just grow it yourself, and it's the same thing. It's actually better. Well, I I used to be a winemaker in California, and. Uh, you know, my, uh, red wine is, has a shelf life of about three years, uh, five if you're lucky. If you're a really good winemaker, you can keep a, while, a, a wine for five years in the, in the cellar there. Other than that, it turns into vinegar. Uh, I guess maybe I shouldn't have dumped some mm-hmm. of those bottles. I could have kept them around, the, my old stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, so did you find, like, when I grow kombucha, do you find that when you seal it more tightly... Of course, it does need to have some ventilation to off-gas so it doesn't burst the container. But yeah. uh, the more you steal kombucha, oh, the yeah. more vinegar it'll make. Right, right, right. Hey, Chris, I appreciate your call. Thank you for the education. And Patricia, Thank please you. send me over that that cocktail. I, I can't wait to try that one here to cure what ails me. I don't have any ailments right at the present time. But uh, it may come in handy. Appreciate that. Thank you for listening today. John should be back in tomorrow. He's back from his road trip. Health, happiness, and safe travels. Tune in to my show on Sunday. Sorry I missed this Sunday. I had a computer problem. Internet was down. Safe travels. We'll, we'll talk again. Good night. We must take the miracle back. We must take the Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Public Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. 
The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.